Bills make me wanna shout. Welcome back, listeners, to another exciting episode of Bills and Beers, the Buffalo Bills podcast. Here from the Bills backers of Chicago, Illinois, a festive evening here at Lincoln Station. A little bit louder now. Following the primetime victory over the New York Jets, I'm Lars. Joining me tonight, the lovely Miss Cassie Hutton is with us. Greetings, all. The co-president of the Chicago Bills backers, Sujit, also here tonight. It's loud as shit, and I'm hot. Straight down from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Buffalo Bill Belcher here. And you know this, man. And a new addition to the podcast, the opera singer, Kyle Sackett, with us tonight. Hi, Mom. We beat the New York Jets. What was the final score? 22-17. It was, oh my God, much more of a heart attack than it needed to be. We're going to get into it. Bills and beers. Best place to find us on Twitter, on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes. Just search for Bills and Beers. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell your loved ones. Tell everybody you know in Bills Nation how you found this podcast. True. Let's not waste any time. Let's talk about this primetime victory over the New York Jets. So this game in the waning moments was a lot closer than it needed to be, but we won. We, we are not we are not a good primetime team, but we won this one, a division game. We all said that it was going to exactly be like this. We all said that it was going to be this nail-biter of a game, and then the Bills came out to this huge lead, and we thought, hey, it's not going to be a nail-biter. No, it was no, a nail-biter. No. It was going to be a nail-biter. So, Serge, we're coming to you first. We'll get the negative out of the way first. Your Jenny Cremail bummer of tonight's contest. You know, I, I really have a lot of trouble because the same person that got burned for a lot of the touchdowns, that is plenty loud. The same person that got burned for a lot of the touchdowns is the person that caused so many of our turnovers. So I'm very conflicted by saying Nikel Roby, even though yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Oh, you know what? I'm changing mine. I'll go for it. I'm quickly. changing mine. I'm giving mine to... Air, um, Robert Woods. I think that he was pretty much absent Ooh. most of the game. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Everybody else had some. I mean, I think maybe had one catch. I don't know. But it was pretty much just a non-factor. And they had Sammy Watkins shut down. And I don't think he was all Rebus. I think they were double covering him. Uh, but even Charles Clay found a way to get involved. Uh, but And I don't expect Chris Hogan to get involved. But I expect Robert Woods, if he says that he's a number two receiver in this league, to take advantage of the fact that Shady and um, Sammy Watkins are in the game. Buffalo Bill Belcher coming to you next. Your Jenny Cremail bummer of today's contest. My bummer of today's contest is Mr. Senor Leonis McKelvin. What? Oh, I love you, Leonis, and I love everything about you. And if you're listening to this podcast, you, my sir, are my best friend. However, receiving a punch and with it hanging in the air, you thinking to yourself for the entire time, should I return this? Uh, should I stay? Should I return this? Should I stay? I just get, I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of every single time yeah, you touch the ball. we all are. We all are. It's all or nothing with him. Yeah. So you're my bummer of the week. Kyle, coming to you now. Your Jenny Cremail bummer of today's game. 
Well, I could definitely go with uh, Nikel Roby, who got burned on a couple of big plays here. But I'm actually going to go with the New York Jets clock operator, who just decided to not reset the play clock on four different occasions. We burned three timeouts when we didn't need to. One of them I didn't really care because we clearly weren't set anyway. But I got to tell you, that clock, that play clock was running low all night long. I don't know if it was Greg Roman not getting the plays in, but I, I'm thinking it was a clock operator in the New York Jets trying to get a little advantage there. Goddamn cheaters! Whoa! Wow. Kyle bringing the heat first time out of the gates. The lovely, the lovely Cassie Hutton. What are we going to next? So I've just spent some nice time in Maine, but this young man resides in Bangor, Maine. I just looked this up. Uh... Matthew Mulligan. Oh, wow. Terrible wow. game. Can you block someone? I know you're a tight end. We don't ask you to catch the ball. Really, all we ask you to do is block. And we he, he was he was just a sieve. Just everything was coming right through him. Interesting. Well, I'm giving my Jenny Green. I need a mulligan. I'm giving mine to Garrison Sangborn. That's right. Oh, yes, yes. Garrison Sangborn, who for the last 29 years <laughs> has been Right as rain for the Buffalo Bills tonight. Almost fucking cost us the right game. Adam Lingner. Holy shit. He, he, and, and his snaps were off to Colton all game. Schmidt all, all game. game. And Colton whiffed on the one. And Jesus H. Christ, the Jets almost took the lead at the end of the game because of a botched snap that was all on the shoulders of Gang, Genghis Sangborn, whatever you call yourself. I don't care. Gar Garrison Sangborn. Who again has been solid as a rock, but it only takes one. It only takes one bad snap, and god damn it, you almost cost us the game. Buffalo Bill Belcher coming to you now. Let's talk about the positive things. It was a prime time victory for these Buffalo Bills on the road against a division opponent for whom we are in a wild card race for 2015. Bill Belcher, who was your Labat Blue MVP of today's game? I'll tell you what, I got two tonight. And that's all right, because tonight, I'm just saying it. Guess what? The number one, the Bat Blue Player of the Week, this guy named Kyle. Oh. This kid, this kid came out of nowhere, and he <laughs> fucking surprised us all with great cheers, leading the cheers of 250 Bills fans here in Chicago, Illinois, the entire Bills Packers nation coming out of fucking nowhere. We gotta love him. Kyle. The onus is on you now. No, 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 no. That's not number one. He's got two. He's got two. I got two. I got two. We got five podcasters. Suck my balls. All right, all right. Go for it. Who's your second one? Sammy Watkins. Because <laughs> Sammy. Because got all 17 Sammy. reception yards tonight. Dude, Sammy. Sammy just. He's playing. He's playing like we like we've always wanted him to play. Yeah, yeah, like those balls that hit him right in the hands that he didn't catch. Yeah, yeah besides that one. Wait, no, wait, no. who'd you pick last week? He's getting that. He's getting that crazy separation. Who did I pick last yeah, week? Yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're no, you you're right. On that first play from scrimmage, he should have had a touchdown. If, yeah. if if it was a better throw, he's in the end zone. That's a, that's a. 83-yard touchdown to start the game. Anyway, everyone knows the ball is going to Sammy Watkins on first down, on second down, on third down, and guess what? He still gets open. Kyle, we're coming to you now. Since Bill, Bill has put you on the spot, you're the Bat Blue MVP of today's game. I appreciate that. I appreciate the love. But I got to pass my MVP over to Bakari Rambo. Wow. Whoa. Oh, 
Rambo was huge today. He, he made that Packers game from last year look like a preseason game. He came up with three huge turnovers. One with the Duke Williams. I'm sorry. Do you do you work for that? Uh, what's that guy's name? Huge. Huge Billy Pasillo. <laughs> yeah, we uh, Rambo came up with the big pick at the end to seal the game, of course. But that beginning uh, uh, of the second half, we had that big turnover on the kickoff return, uh, leading to the Duke Williams touchdown. That was clutch. Bakari was all over the field. He blew a couple of big coverages, but he came up when it mattered. That's all that matters for us today with the big win. Loving it. Suge, coming to you. Labatt Blue, MVP of today's game. Uh, I'm not going to take yours, Cassie. I already know. I already know who Cassie's going to pick, so I am going to avoid that person. Uh, I am still going to go Tyrod Taylor. I don't think that he had a spectacular game, but I think he managed the game well. I think that... Back up off me! Um, sorry, it's getting crazy up in here. Uh, I think that he didn't make a mistake. Ryan, we saw the difference between quarterbacks. Absolutely. We saw what we used to have, and we saw what we current have. A lot of those, he had some drop balls, so I think his numbers weren't as bad as they looked. Uh, but he didn't he didn't care. He managed the game well. He handed the ball up, and he was a constant threat to run. And I'll tell you what that does. That always keeps a linebacker on him, which gives opportunities for Shady, who I'm sure we're going to hear about very quickly, to, to make the plays he does. Everybody on this team works in succession. When Sammy has a big game, it's because McCoy's on the field. When McCoy has a big game, it's because Tyrod Taylor and, and Sammy are on the field. It's the difficult thing about this team is that you have to defend everybody. Uh, Absolutely agree. I'm sorry, I was just falling asleep. What? No, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and cut in front of Cassie because I'm going to make it a work for it. And I'm giving my LeBat Blue MVP of the game to the Shady McCoy. Oh! Big so That ain't right. That ain't right, son. You knew that was Cassie. You knew that was Cassie. Yeah, hey, Ronald Darby's still out there, Cassie. Let's put it out there. True, true. But and if you wanna and if you wanna double team Shady, by all means. Holy Christ is he good. He is the best running back we have had in a Bills uniform since, and you hear to hear first, Travis Henry. Shady McCoy sets With up his eight blocks. Less kids. And he had over 100 yards again today. He was the difference in this game. The Jets, the second best rush defense in the NFL, couldn't stop him. And Bills fans may have had some trepidation about the offseason dealing, but goddamn, is he not worth every single lone player in Kiko Alonso that we gave up for him? Cash, coming to you. LeBat Blue MVP of today's game. Since Lars stole my LeBat Blue MVP player of the game, and Suji wants me to give it to Stephon Gilmore, which, I, by the way, I will never give my Labatt Blue player of the game to Stephon Gilmore unless he has, like, three picks for a touchdown. Fuck no, that boy is on my hate list. Uh, no, I'm going to go across the other side of the ball and say Ronald Darby. Hell yes. Uh, dude, that boy is good. He is so good. Uh, that boy good. He set a franchise record today, you know that? Yep. He, yep. Has, he has, through nine games, set a Bills franchise record for pass breakups. I mean, the thing I love about him is, first off, he was terrible in the offseason. We were all like, why the hell did we pick him up? What were we even thinking? But since the regular season has started, he has been shut down. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't even want Gilmore on their number one receiver. It's got to go to Darby. He's proven that he can do it. And the other thing is, he doesn't have penalties. Nope. He, he's like on them, like white on right. Yep. Is that a bad thing to say, white on right? Not anymore. Oh, okay, good. 
Uh, but what does that even mean, white on rice? If it'd be yellow on rice, then maybe we'd have to have a conversation. What about black on rice? Nope. But he, he is that wide receiver's shadow on the field. It's and you crazy. know what? It's I, crazy. And, and he's only a rookie. I cannot wait to see that guy in uniform for another four years. Love it. Well, today was Nate a victory. Nate 2.0. Today was a victory, which means we get to rave about these Buffalo Bills. Let's not waste any more time and get into rants and raves. on Bills and Beers. It's a big win today, so we get to rant on a rave on something. Cass has got a glow sticks. It's a big, big, big day. Bill's got the X. Uh-huh. Bill, Bill literally had some candy cigarettes that he passed out, so we're all high. I've had two. Oh! Watch out. All right, so I'm gonna rave on something today. It's a, not a normal thing to rave on, but for these Buffalo Bills, I'm gonna rave on some road games. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna rave on the fact that when it gets to be winter and we come home, maybe we'll get something out of our team. But hey, we have saved our season by playing when we played on the road. We've only lost one game away from home. I think we're three and one, right? So are we counting London game as a road game? I have no idea. Must be. Yeah, that's the only one. Yeah. I, I got I got a little rave for you. Is that what my rave is? Get the fuck off the rave! Why your rave is done? Get off the rave! Your rave is done. Look, it says something about a team when they're able to pack up their belongings, go to another person's house, and take a win away from that team. Wow. Especially the Jets, especially teams, even like teams like the Titans, where they had to will themselves to win. They sucked most of that game. They willed themselves to win. So it says a lot about the heart of a team. Everyone's complaining about their discipline. It says a lot about the heart of a team when you go on the road and win. Uh, I do think that they have some problems at home with the crowd noise. I think stuff that they weren't expecting, but it says a lot to be able to do that at home. So that's why I'm raving on the road wins. Love it. So I'm going to go next because my rave is tangential. I'm going to rave about Rex motherfucking Ryan. No! No! You steal my LeBette Lou and you steal my rave. Oh! It's a bad week for Cassie Hutton. It's a great week for me. Rex Ryan, this entire week, was deflecting the narrative that it was all about him, and yet in some ingenious way, managed to make the narrative all about him. And what does he do? His team comes out. Sounds a little bit like someone we know. And there were so many sideline shots of Rex Ryan celebrating his ass off every time the Buffalo Bills did something good. Because rest assured, Rex Ryan has had this game circled on his calendar since the schedule came out. He has been so fired up to beat this Jets team, and he took it to him. And he gave no indication this week that it was as important to him as it really was. But it was. And it was important to his players, and goddammit, he went out there and he got it done. Do you know who else he took it to? Geno Smith? That Bose headset at the end of the game, man. Did you see him he slam? He spiked that he shit. He spiked that thing. That was awesome. He bronked it. Love it. Rex Ryan, we got five raves to get through, so I'm going to cut mine short. Kyle, we're coming to you next. Who are you raving about this week? I could rave about a lot of things. This is my first time coming out to a Bills backer Chicago location, and I got to tell you, I had the time of my life. These guys are great hosts. Yeah. 
playing the shout song, having a great time. But I'm gonna rave about curveball, Doug Whaley. Nice. Yes. I'm following these curveballs today. Whaley won us this game. What do you think about it? Shady over 100 yards. We picked him up from a straight-up trade for Kiko Alonso, who we didn't even use last year, and he's now injured again for the Eagles. We got Ronald Darby. We all thought, what the hell are you doing, Whaley? Lockdown corner on the outside. Love it. We have Bakari Rambo, undrafted free agent pickup last year. Huge for us today. Whaley was clutch for us in this game, whether he's on the field or in the press box, whatever you want to call it. He was huge. Also, big, big props to the coaching staff. We had very few penalties tonight. None of them went for a first down. That was clutch. Clutch. If you want to talk about Tyrod, that's all you, Bill. No, no, I'm talking about Whaley, Tyrod. Oh, yeah, Tyrod Taylor. I, you know, I'm not going to give him the props that we normally give Tyrod just because he had a little uh, low production game, under 200 yards passing, wasn't much in the rushing game. But, you know, he did make good decisions. He didn't pull any fifth loser plays like uh, like throwing the ball uh, 50 yards over the receiver's head or anything like that. So I'll be happy with that as well. He is calm, cool, and collected. Man, is he... I love Tyrod Taylor. I love him. I'll tell you about tangential, and yes. I'll tell you about calm, cool, collected, yes. and that is the discipline play by the Buffalo Bills team today. Go Amen. on, go on. I know that's that right. That is very few penalties. Five penalties. Nine. And zero penalties for Jerry Hughes. And this Praise is, him. And this is an environment that's heated. You know the players were out there talking. You know the Jets were trying to get the Buffalo Bills to make some stupid penalties. But did they? They did not. Everyone played with their head fucking cool. They played like they were smooth. Just like Shady McCoy, smooth as shit. And guess what? We're fucking awesome. Love it, Cassie Hutton. The lovely Cassie Hutton. You're rounding out the rave section. Make it good, darling. What do you got for us? So after four of you guys are going, and I'm racking my brain about what the hell I'm gonna say. They ain't the only brain you rack in. Okay, anyway, so I'm racking my brain about what I'm gonna say. And I've decided that it go I'm raving about primetime. Oh. Because you know what? We are terrible in history in primetime games. Just terrible. Yes. You know what? And we come out with these new red uniforms. Yeah. We're on the road. It's a short week. Deck is stacked against us. And what do we do in primetime? We come out with a big motherfucking win. Yeah. You know what gets me even more excited? Guess when our next game is? Primetime, baby. Primetime, baby. Foxborough, Monday Night Football. So you know what? All four of you guys will be raving next week about primetime just like I did this week. Love it, Cassie. Hey, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into wild card and predictions. Well, we're coming up on the end of the episode, which means it's the wild card portion of today's episode. It's, it's the wild card! And wild you know, wait, 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 stop it, Lars. Yeah, okay. Look, we're sitting here, we got a legit opera singer with us. You got me and Bill screaming, wild card! Up in here. So, I think we need to stop and get a proper wild card. Falsetto. You know, I've been singing the shout song on that. I don't know what I love for the tank, but we'll give it a try here. Well, it's the wild card portion of today's episode. Wild card! Oh, I cracked all over that. <laughs> I gotta warm up again. One more. One more. Wild card! Wow! Woo! Oh, he even rolled it 
Yeah. I got moist. And I got is, moist. And this is Bills and Bears. We talk about the Buffalo Bills, but we do start drinking beer. And tonight, we're keeping it simple because why complicate a primetime win? We're all drinking the bat. All right, moving you. on. Tonight, it's a Canadian lager. Tonight, so, was, tonight was the color rush. The Buffalo Bills all in red. Red happens to be my favorite color. I'm just going to put it out there. It's the color of love. So how do we want to frame this up? This is... All right, so look. These Bills uniforms, they are they are a little bit beautiful. I mean, I love provocative. They're disgustingly bright, but I loved all the coaching staff with the vests and all that other stuff. I didn't like the. I feel like there was like a focus on the penis, like it, what on the crotchal area. I feel like that you? didn't need to be. I that I didn't need to be red. This is why Jeff said this. Like, is that, that just me? Buffalo Bill Bell turn. All right, so look, the Bills get to use these uniforms once. Right? So they're never going to put these things on again. What a horrible waste. You know that Booby Dixon is sitting there in the back of the locker room talking about, we just going to throw these out? We got, we got to make these last week. Use this for something. So my question is, how are which, pick the Buffalo Bills player, and you tell me how he's going to repurpose that today's oh, uniform. Can I go first? Can I go oh, first? Oh, 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 Lars. Yeah. But Lars. nobody gets to no, take no, no. Booby Dixon. That's no, 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 you can't go first because okay. you're not yeah, stealing mine. That's true. You're not that's stealing mine. Yeah, all right, true. all right. You're stolen from. Go for it. So uh, this guy, I'm wondering if he actually has this uniform because he did not play in today's game. EJ Manuel? Uh, good, good answer. No. Uh, Aaron Williams. Well, hold on. We haven't even talked about the fact that EJ Manuel is a healthy scratch. Yeah, well, game. guess what, yeah, Lars? Thank God. We're not going to. We're not going to. We already agree we're never going to mention E.J. Manuel's name on this podcast ever again. Aaron Williams. Go for it. Aaron Williams. You know why? Because Aaron Williams loves a good rodeo. And I can just see him dressing up in this uniform as a rodeo clown. Love it. Out there running around like, hey, catch me, catch me. (laughs) Wait, what? What does it have to do with anything? I think he's going to be a matador. Oh, or he could be a matador. He's going to be a matador. But he is going to sport that uniform at the Texas Rodeo, and he's going to wear it proud. Okay, the nerdiest Buffalo Bill is who? Go, quickly. Who is it? Dirty? Nerdiest. Chris Hogan. Okay, Chris Hogan is going to wear his red on red on red to the Star Wars premiere for The Force Awakens because, as we all know, the coolest character in the entire Star Wars catalog is the Imperial Guards. The guys who wear all red uniforms in the original trilogies. Anybody know what I'm talking about? No, but no. Lars, you just took the nerdiest. nerdiest. No, no and, and, and oh thank God my, you didn't steal oh mine, Lars. Oh no, that was probably the no, worst. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to Google search it for you guys. The Imperial Guard. My, know, my husband know. knows. My no, husband you know. knows. Dude, they are slick. They are fucking sweet. And if we're going to take all reds for one thing, it's going to be Imperial Guards, Force Awakening, coming out in theaters near you in the next five weeks. Suge, coming to you. All right. Now, y'all know I'm picking Booby D, okay? You know it's going to be about Booby D. But Booby D is not going to go traditional. Booby D is going to take that uniform, take it to a shredding shop till he gets it down to the bright red cloth. He's then going to re-sew it into a red velvet leisure suit. And it's going to be bright red, and he's wearing it direct to the bowling alley. Okay? He's not going to have nothing on underneath it. It's going to be a zip top, and he's going to have his hair, chest hair hanging out with the bright red. And he's going to be rocking a baby, rocking a baby. That's what he's going to be talking about. And you know what? The, the velour also is a nice uh, protector against the grease of the chicken that he's going to eat on his hands. And you can just wipe it right on his leisure suit. Yeah, he's just going to rub it down. He's going to rub it down. Woo! 
tell you we what. Love this game. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Tyrod Taylor whipping that red right around his neck. He's going for the Superman look. He's going cape. Oh. Because fuck that Cam Newton shit. We got Tyrod Taylor ready to whip some goddamn asses in the NFL because he's a true warrior. I like that. Well done, man. I think my boys on the D-line, we got Marcel Darius and Jerry Hughes. Those are big uniforms. Those are some big uniforms. I don't know if you saw uh, Darius doubling as Santa Claus out there tonight, but they're going to use that as their next racing flag for their drag racing outside of one Uh, bill's side. They're going to take that big 99 and they're going to wave it off. Marcel's going to spin out and uh, hopefully not crash it like Freddie did on Seattle. Tyler's bringing all the controversy. Oh, all the controversy. I told you it was hot. Well, do we think Mario already used him and his in the locker room clean up from being sick? I guess yeah. he, was, he was ill tonight. I feel bad. Well, this has been an extra fun episode of Bills and Fears, not least of which because we got a goddamn prime time. You say Bills and Fears? Whatever I said, it doesn't matter what. Bills and Beers at Facebook, at Twitter, best way to find us. Subscribe on iTunes, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Wait, we have no predictions. Best way to find us is prediction time. Let's talk about. Do we really want to talk about the, my, the, the New England game? No, fuck that. No, no, no. no this we're is the first time. The yes, no, 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 no. This is the first time we're gonna draw a line of sand. We're not gonna make a fucking prediction. I don't think so. Either. No, hell no. And because of that, Bills win. Bills win. Bills win. Bills win. Let's write it. Let's be happy. We'll be back in 12 days or whatever it is. We got a nice little mini buy here coming up. It's awesome. I think Kyle will be back with us next time because it's a prime time game. You're not going to see any walk for any churches. I'll be here. Ladies and gentlemen, go Bills. We are in the wild card game. We're not in the hunt. We are in the playoffs. Go Bills. The Bills make me want to. Yeah.